chapter 15, an oracle concerning Moab. Now in chapters 13 and 14, we've had an oracle about Babylon and the king of Babylon. And from chapters 15 through 23, there are a bunch of oracles about various nations, such as Moab. And we end up with the harlot Tyre in chapter 23. And these nations that are mentioned here in these chapters were more or less in an alliance with Babylon against Assyria, against the Assyrian threat from the north. All these nations, more or less in Isaiah's structure, literary structure, come under a Babylon umbrella. So they're all part of a Babylon conglomerate or composite. John the Revelator calls his Babylon Babylon the Great. And when you study John's Babylon, you'll see that it's kind of a composite or compound of Isaiah's harlot Babylon in chapter 47, which is a worldwide entity, as in chapter 13, and the harlot Tyre. It includes all the nations. All the nations of the earth have drunk of the wine of her fornication in the book of Revelation. So these nations that are mentioned here are, in Isaiah's structure, part of that greater Babylon, arch Babylon. John calls it Babylon the Great. Something more than just the ancient entity of Babylon. Something that includes all of the nations of the world. Especially the ones that were in an alliance with Babylon. And each one of these nations brings to light some kind of um, disposition or character trait. Moab represents pride. Especially prideful kindred peoples. Elite kindred peoples. The Lord's judgments come against Babylon and against all of these nations. It's because it's all one and the same. When in one night Ar is devastated, verse 1, Moab shall be silenced. When in one night Kir is raised, Moab shall be destroyed. Ar and Kir, the two main cities of Moab, are destroyed in one night. Kind of like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in one night, which is the kind of destruction that Isaiah predicts for Babylon, as we saw in chapter 13. So these nations partake of that kind of Sodom and Gomorrah destruction because it is, in the end time, according to Isaiah's structures, a worldwide destruction. And that includes the destruction of proud kindred peoples, like Moab. Remember that Ammon and Moab were the sons of Lot, who was Abraham's nephew. These are their descendants. In the latter-day context, it would be some other entity that represents prideful kindred peoples. They will go up to the sanctuaries and in Dibon to the hill shrines to weep. Verse 2. They will wail in Moab over Nebo and Mediba. Every head shall be bald, every beard cut off. Signifying mourning, shaving of the head, cutting off of the beard. That was very dramatic. So they are religious and they pray in their sanctuaries or their shrines when this great destruction overtakes them. They turn to their God and pray. So these are religious kindred people. They will wear sackcloth openly on the housetops and in the streets. They will altogether wail and give way to weeping. Heshbon will cry for help, as will Elialeh. Their appeal shall be heard as far as Yahaz. They will sound the alarm to summon the armed men of Moab, but their spirit shall be broken. So at this Assyrian invasion and destruction, this horrendous overnight sudden destruction, Sodom and Gomorrah destruction, the whole nation and every nation that's involved here goes into a state of panic and alarm and 
morning, it'll be so horrendous that there'll be nothing anybody can really do about it. My spirit shall be broken. My heart will cry out from Moab, its fugitives will reach Zoar, and as far as Eglat Shalishia. In tears they will ascend the slopes of Luhit. On the way to Horonaim they will raise the cry of catastrophe. For the waters of Nimrim shall be desolate, the grass shall dry up, vegetation disappear, and no green foliage shall remain. So this kind of destruction includes the destruction of vegetation. We can imagine in an end-time scenario that where we're talking about overnight destruction, such as is possible with today's technology, that that would include the desolation of the land. We've already seen that the land is also going to be desolated in other areas, in other chapters. We saw Israel's land is going to be desolated. Now, the interesting thing is that in Isaiah's structure, the wicked of Israel are part of this Babylon conglomerate. Everything that is not Zion that is spared will be destroyed with or as Babylon. In fact, Isaiah's Babylon in the seven-part structure of Isaiah includes the host of the nations, tyrannical peoples, militaristic world powers, proud kindred peoples in this case, but also the wicked of God's people, the wicked of Israel. A surplus they have acquired in their personal belongings they will carry away over the valleys of the willows. So they go out into the countryside trying to find other places to live because their places have been left desolate. The cry of calamity shall encompass the land of Moab. The sound of it shall reach Eglaim and echo as far as Bear Elim. Though the waters of Dibon shall flow with blood, yet I will impose more than this upon Dibon. I will bring lions upon the fugitives of Moab and on those who remain in the land. So the whole situation is one of covenant curse to be consumed or eaten by wild animals. Is a covenant curse to have the land desolated and vegetation dried up and so forth, and drought conditions, destruction of cities, having to go out as fugitives. All of those are covenant curses. Now, these covenant curses happen to Arch Babylon or Greater Babylon or to the nations that comprise Babylon at a time when there is a reversal of circumstances between the Lord's righteous people, Zion, and the nations. For a time they coexist, and those who constitute Babylon are generally hedonistic and oppressive of the people of Zion. The people of Zion suffer that oppression and that persecution, and that has a cleansing and refining effect upon them until the Lord, at a certain point, intervenes to turn the whole thing around. And then it is the wicked who are oppressed or suffer the consequences of their oppressing others. And the Lord's people, Zion, who are delivered from calamity.